Welcome to Hub City Homers, episode 19. We're trying something a little bit different tonight, and what I mean by that is, well, you guys won't be able to see it because I don't pay for video, we are actually all watching the game together. So we're going to talk about our normal topics, you know, we're going to talk about the end of the football season, Sonny Cumbie leaving, things of that nature, but we are also all watching the same stream of Tech playing Providence as we speak, so you'll get some real-time feedback on that game. It's going to be a bit of a choppier episode. We're not going to have as clean as segments. And the idea is just to have more of a conversation with everybody. So we're experimenting. We do not know how this is going to look, but we'll do the best we can. Um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get going here and just see how this goes. So the first topic on the agenda actually is going to be football. And the reason why is because we can get that out of the way here as the second half is rolling and, you know, comment on the game as we go, but um, I want to get to the news, the big news at least for Tech, is Sonny Cumbie has left the Red Raiders to take accept a head coaching position, and he is headed off to Louisiana Tech. That's official now. He will be coaching the bowl game, as will any coach who is theoretically being offered others' jobs is being asked to stay. It remains to be seen who else will stay, especially on the defensive staff. So, Jack, I'll go to you first on this one. Sonny Cumbie's out the door. We're all very happy for him for finally getting his head coaching opportunity. But where does Tech turn next, most realistically, to find an offensive coordinator? Well, realistically, you have to go with either uh, Zach Kitley or Graham Harrell, I would think. Uh, you know, Graham Harrell was in the news a few, or about last week, I think, because I thought I had read something where he had accepted the UNT head coaching job I think something like last Friday, like the day after Thanksgiving, I thought I had read that somewhere. And then uh, turns out UNT uh, goes out and beats UTSA and gives them their first loss of the year, which is interesting to say the least. But um, I think that it's kind of personal preference who you kind of want to see land this job. Um, you know, we all know what Graham Harrell can do. Graham Harrell is a great quarterback for Texas Tech. And uh, everyone would like to see him come home. Uh, but you can't deny the uh, offense that Zach Kitley runs, you know. Uh, Western Kentucky averaged 19 points a game last year. And now this year they average, I think, something like 43, which that's an absurd turnaround. That's from 19 points a game to 43 points a game. That's That's absurd. So his offense obviously works at the lower levels of the game, but you know that that you know begs the question: Can it work at the Power Five level? Um, you know, it worked against Tech two years ago when they dropped over six hundred yards against us. Uh, but you know, that's again still remains to be seen. Uh, if it can work on the Power 5 level. I think it's down to those two, really, and I'm interested to see which way uh, Joey McGuire goes with this hire. Uh, it kind of can kind of tell us what uh, type of football team he's planning on having. Uh, I think one end is going to be more of a run-and-gun type thing, but you also have you know, uh, bits of the air raid or spread offense in uh, both systems, so... Uh, I just think it kind of comes down to a little more fast pace in one than the other. So we'll see what happens. Well, I think, you know, I my thing about who Tech ends up hiring boils down to one thing, and it's it's something Coach McGuire has talked about 
some when he's been asked about the offense. You know, he during his opening press conference, he predicates, you know, the statement before he gets into too deep into the weeds. He says, you know, we're going to get back to high flying, you know, scoring points offense. But he also mentions, and I think the bigger takeaway, he talks about complementary football. Complementary football does not necessarily mean you can't run the air raid for people wondering. Complementary football just means that when you are, you know, um, you know, running your offense, you really can't do what Tech did this year. You know, Cumbie's offense was so feast or famine. None of that necessarily his fault, by the way. You know, the offensive line wasn't good, which hurt their ability to sustain drives. And having to run through so many quarterbacks, so many injuries, made it really hard to sustain drives. But Tech was the kind of offense where if they didn't score in like three plays, they largely didn't score. You know, they were they had so much potential for the big play. But it, it just the problem with all that kind of stuff is, you know, you really wear out your defense doing that. You just, you really wear them out. And that's what I think Coach McGuire really wants to avoid with this next hire, is he wants to avoid a guy who's going to run, you know, the, the, the kind of offenses that are just going to race up and down the field. It's great scoring in two and a half minutes. I understand you want to see a lot of points, but Tech lost a lot of games in the Kingsbury offense era because Kingsbury did the same thing. He went too fast. He never rested his defenses. He ran up and down the field. You were three and out or you scored in three plays kind of stuff. That's what McGuire wants to avoid. Kitley's offense is fantastic. Harrell would be a great hire. But because of that complimentary football, I don't know how married he is to the air raid. I just don't know. And that tells me, you know, we could get some interesting looks at the offensive coordinator position. Um, I don't know for certain. I still think Kitley's the most likely. But don't be surprised if you run some variation of the veer or the pistol. You know, I just, I personally am done with the Air Raid era. We've just, we've been retreading the same kind of schemes now for years. And none of them have worked as well as Kingsbury's. You know, Yost's version of the, the spread didn't work. Cumbies wasn't my favorite, though he didn't necessarily you know, do a bad job. I just think that I personally would like to get away from it a bit more than we have. Um, it just feels like we're trying too hard to, to, to be an era of tech football that, you know, we're past, um, you know, that all being said though, Kendall, the big question is, is, uh, with the offensive end is going to be wild enough, but we also have to find a defensive coordinator. Who do you think McGuire goes with or more specifically, um, do you think he he goes with one of the names we've already heard? You know, I uh, it's no joke or no uh, question that Tech has been just god awful in the past defensively, and it's and part of that was because of the air raid, but also it's just the past couple defensive coordinators have just been so inconsistent, and you know, there's been glimpses with. The uh the three three five right now that like I've seen that like it can work and it has worked this year especially against the run and I would like to find a coordinator that kind of sticks with that and keeps that going especially for recruiting purposes so I don't I'm not sure I haven't been completely up to date with all the names that have been thrown around but I just would really like to keep kind of a similar system with because just because of the recruiting aspect of it it doesn't you don't have to change a lot about your system and you don't have a bunch of players learning a new system and I think that there's a lot of things that can be built off of what the defense has done towards the back half of this year 
because even in the games against Baylor and Oklahoma State where, you know, the offense was struggling mightily, the defense was keeping us in every single game, especially the Oklahoma State one, which I was just more impressed by the fact like you look at Oklahoma the next week or two weeks later and they are struggling to even keep them out, especially in that second half. So I just think that we kind of need to find someone that can keep the same scheme, but kind of just advance it more and fill the holes that we were always struggling with. You are correct in one big way that, that has to be noted is in the past seven, eight years, you know, this, 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 this point really bears reiterating tech hasn't even filled it a decent defense. I mean, they've been, terrible year in and year out this is the best iteration we've had in years and they still gave up 70 to texas and 50 plus to tcu you know you just haven't been able to find anything defensively which gets back to the complimentary football idea do you need to change your offensive scheme to help you keep your defense off the field i don't know i'm not an expert in in you know uh you know conditioning at this level but it, 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 if you've got coaches telling you to slow it down, then you've got to slow it down. Um, and I just kind of want to jump in here on that. Being from Big Ten country, like obviously it's a completely different style of football. And But I would say that a lot of the successful Big Ten teams, the reason they are so successful is because of their defenses and the fact that they can, you know, their offenses keep them off the field with the long ground and pound type drives. And I think that you see a lot of teams that might not have, you know, great offenses. Like, I mean, Iowa's in the Big Ten Championship right now with one of the worst offenses in the nation. But, you know, I've seen firsthand, like, the defense, having a defense that is well-rested and can get turnovers will pay dividends, especially as you get later in the season. And I think that if Tech had that, it would bring a whole new aspect that – they haven't really had since I started watching them because it's all been in the air raid. Yeah, I mean, you just it, it you don't have to play, you know, Georgia Tech, Army, Navy, triple option football to have a complimentary football team. You don't have to line up in the pro style, but to some degree, it's no longer good enough to just lose having fun. We lost a lot of fun games in the Kingsbury era. They were frustrating, but you got to remember, like Mahomes lost multiple games scoring fifty points, and that that just isn't it's just not worth it. If it if we if running the air raid at Texas Tech means we got to win every game, you know, fifty two to forty five, you just you just can't count on that. It's just not sustainable. But you know, we I want to test out this new format, so we're going to pivot to basketball. Tech is now, as we speak, down seven. And Jack, I'm going to let you start us off with this with this format. What, what how can Tech get back into this game? They've, they've just completely fallen apart. This is one of the sloppiest games I've seen. Probably the sloppiest game under Mark Adams for sure. Um, you know, I'm watching a play where uh, I guess the defense was poor in rotation, and Malik Wilson was down on I don't know the guy that looks like Thor, and uh, you. I mean, you're not going to win many of those battles with your point guard on a post. Uh, you know, Shannon just made a jumper. We're at 14 minutes and 27 seconds in the second half. For those that are wondering, it's 40 to 35 Providence. And they have the ball. Um, I've seen a lot of poor 
poor defensive execution, poor rebounding um, this game on the defensive side. No one was getting a body on anyone in the first half down low after a shot. Um, there's definitely some foul trouble. Kevin McCullough already has four. Shannon has three. Um, I didn't agree with the second charge that was called on uh, Shannon at all. I thought the guy's feet were still moving, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think anybody likes ref ball. You know, yeah. like, nobody likes this. The, the, we're already it? at eight fouls. I mean, this is just absurd. Was it twenty three in the first half? Like that's and. 23 fouls in 20 minutes of basketball is like just terrible. I mean, look, and what, what's happened as we're watching this is two great individual plays, and Marcus Santos Silva gets one. But yeah, there's just no flow to this game. And to Jack's point, it's been sloppy as shit. I mean, it, I don't know how else to describe it. It, it just, it feels, it just feels like, you know, tech is the better team and can't get out of its own damn way. And, you know, if you let a team like Providence play this kind of basketball, they'll beat you. I just well, think I um, think in this I think in this I, I know Kendall and I were talking about it a little bit during the first half. Um, that's a that's a good pa- make a layup. Um, but you know we were talking about this this offense couldn't attack the zone. There was no oh my god another missed layup. Two misses there was, for Williams underneath. Good uh, lord. There was no uh, there was no attacking the zone in the first half. We couldn't. It looked like it was the first time we'd ever seen a zone. And then, of course, just, a stupid foul right there. I just don't like this. Is the kind of shit that drives me crazy. It's because you know Williams has played well this year, but every time the ball's going to him now, he's just trying to put it on the deck. Go straight up. You are up against real bigs now. You can't just back them down. If you put the ball down low, they'll knock it away. They'll throw off your timing. And it's just you know I like Coach Adams, but this is the kind of shit where you do miss having a really experienced, you know, division one head coach, because I, I don't think he's, he doesn't know what he's doing in this situation, but it's the first time he's ever been pushed by an opposing coach. And he's at least so far, you know, a lot of basketball left, but you're about to be down about seven. If he makes his free throw, which he does. The only reason tech is in this game is because they couldn't shoot worth a shit in the first half. They were like five of, they were five of 22 at one point. And our defense looked good, and then all of a sudden, when they turned, when they started playing zone on defense, all of a sudden their offense came alive because they realized our offense couldn't do anything. Well, I, I, and this is this, go oh, ahead, Kendall. Well, I just Kevin O'Banner theoretically should be like a zone killer right now, whether you have him inside or out, and he hasn't been on the floor a lot because of foul trouble, but. When he's in there, he's been wide open in the corner and nobody is like attacking the paint. And like all we're doing is passing the ball back and forth up top, and nobody is using their dribble to try to get a little push inside. And they're letting them do whatever they want. And like, God, defensively, our rotations are just pathetic right now. Like, it looks like they did in the first game. So I, I just don't know, like, what. It doesn't look like we made any adjustments. It's just ugh, terrible. I mean, I think this is, you know, they t- they talk about in football a lot. You know, the in basketball, I, I should say, is, is a game of momentum. They talk about this all the time in basketball. It's a game of momentum. When you start playing bad like this, as Tech calls, I think somebody called a timeout. We don't have the audio on, so I don't know what that – got to stop at your play here, maybe the U12. Six-point deficit. But when, when you start slipping, 
it's just so easy, you know, to, to, to lose it on both ends, to lose your focus. You start to press. And a reminder to everyone who will be listening to this, win or lose, this is seven transfers going on the road to a Power 5 conference's home after playing six glorified scrimmages. You know, you will get better as the season goes on. That's guaranteed with this roster. So, you know, just just keep that in mind that they, they've never been challenged as a team. So how they respond with, you know, 10 minutes odd to go um, is, is, is a big testament to what this team can do. Shit, at this rate, well, we it, might not have anyone left on the floor with all these fouls. Who knows? Well, and that's where, you know, having depth pays off. But it's just, it's kind of a struggle when we're in the foul trouble. But Providence, while they have had some calls on them, like I'm not saying it hasn't been kind of terrible both sides, but they just don't have the foul trouble that Tech does. But I am f- slightly feeling better at the fact that this season – We'll have guys as talented as Calhoun or KJ Allen coming off the bench instead of in the past we would have had. I mean, this isn't a shot, but like guys that like Avery Benson, where you you had a ceiling with them, but with guys like Calhoun, we're still able to get up and down the floor and do exactly what we want to do and have confidence that he can make the shots that our first guy off the, on the floor can. I mean, yeah, and at this point right now, we still have yet to see, you know, we haven't seen Calhoun, we haven't seen Agbo, and we haven't seen Allen. Uh, we, saw an adult, we saw an Adolny for about two minutes in the first I'm half. I'm surprised we haven't seen Calhoun because, you know, you, beat, you want to force Providence out of the zone. You go to guys like Calhoun and O'Banner and push the zone inward, kick it out. Push the zone inward, kick it out. You have to hit outside shots. And eventually, if you hit two or three of those and you know, three, four possessions, they'll have to come out of the zone. They'll just have to. But Tech is well, just content to just drive straight into the heart of the zone, stumble around for a bit. You know, it's been a bit better here in a minute with Shannon and Marcus Santos Silva. But I, I'm surprised we haven't seen, you know, uh, Coach Adams go to some of his, his three point shooters more often. Well, especially with Agbo, like. If anything, like his best shot has been that corner three. And I would just like to get a couple shooters in the corner so we can kind of pass it around a little bit and just get some sort of movement. Cause even now it's just guys kind of creating their own shots and it's there's really no, not yeah, there's literally none. There's no movement. And, it, and if we're struggling this much with Providence, I'm just worried about like with the Tennessee matchup coming up, like they, they got even better athletes than Providence is gonna have. <laughs> Think so about, it's just think about be... Gonzaga. <laughs> think about yeah, Gonzaga. See, like the rebounding, that's what's scary because this we're struggling this bad. We still got to go against Timmy and Holmgren in a couple weeks. And like that, we're going to need Baccio probably on the floor a lot that game, which I mean, I don't know if he's ready for that. Baccio, by the way, is just uh, one of the things about him that's kind of wild is you've had guys like, you know, Big Russ is a good example of this guys who were true bigs that they just never panned out for tech. You know, they just, it was clear, like, they just didn't have the talent to play at this level. Bacho's the guy that, like, if it clicks for him, it, it's going to be game over. You know, like, it, he is clearly extremely talented. It's just learning how to play at this level. They just call um, him for a carry? I think he stepped out. Oh. I, I, think I, thought, the, I thought they I, called him for a carry. 
Yeah, this is the this is the shit that's driving me crazy. We're trying to throw the ball to the wing, and every single ball we've thrown out that direction are these lazy little like we ran and had to panic to throw it, so nobody can get catch the ball in any rhythm. I mean, this is just like day one shit. You know, forgetting to do under pressure. So you know, you've got eleven minutes here. That is quite literally an eternity in basketball. But at at, at some point, you know, you if you don't clean up the offensive side of the ball, you will lose this game, and it'll be an extremely disappointing loss. Well, and you know, I do want to get your thought on one thing oh. about this team. You're watching them now. Um, you know, who, who if it, who are you going to to find a spark off the bench right now? Well, I mean, you have a lot of veterans coming off the bench, but I mean, it this game, it's been Adonis Arms, and I, I'm going to be honest, I l- just love the way he plays. His wingspan can make him such a lethal defender, and he's just, he can guard any position one through five. And, you know, he's shown a couple possessions now. He's able to go get a bucket when you need him to, but he's also a good distributor. And I think that the versatility that he brings just gives him kind of just like a little bit of a nod over, you know, Malik or Marcus Santos Silva. But I think that arms is going to need a lot more playing time with, I feel like he needs to be the primary ball handler a lot of the time when he's out there, just because of the way he's kind of made plays. But I also think that I mean, about McCuller and Dave Young too. So it's for any number just, of reasons. There's one ball to see this and stuff I think happening. There's a lot of you know, tech is really good playmakers in on, a position coming in off the game bench to really make a statement so I about think how they're going to be really. Here. You know, I can, it's it's I can it's go frustrating because either of them of reasons. But I would probably go. Uh, I would probably go Adonis Arms. All right. Um, so it looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulty with uh, Michael here. Uh, right now, Kendall and I are going to keep going. Um, right now, it is about 11.07 left in the second half. And uh, I'm just looking at this, and I'm thinking, you know, we've had so many opportunities in this game, man. Like it's been it's been so sloppy but it's the fact that we're even still like remotely close is nothing short of a miracle and that could have been said for them earlier you know well and i feel like we lost all our rhythm once these touch fouls and started getting called and they were called both ways but it just it slowed down the game when we were playing our pace and providence is a team that if you like to play fast they're going to slow you down and if you like to play they can play at any speed but they're slowing Tech down offensively, and we're just not getting the shots we want. And we were causing so many like bad shots for them in that first half, but now they're getting a lot easier looks. And, I mean, as they, as I say that, you know, they're throwing the ball out of bounds. But I just think that, like, offensively, we have no rhythm right now. And I, no matter what lineup he puts in, we just can't find one. And it's a little concerning, but... Like we've talked about this whole time, we have uh, really a lot of transfers, but they're veterans, so they should be able to, hopefully by the next couple games, we'll be able to get it figured out offensively. 
All right, everybody. We had a technical difficulty there. My Wi-Fi cut out for a minute. I'm going to try to chop this up so it's clean, oh, but it probably oh, was a conversation that's interrupted. A terrible fourth foul to take. Oh, yeah, no, that was God. that was dumb. That, that was, was okay. stupid. I'm just getting like they're. I hate the college basketball girl. and I I love Jay Billis because he always harps on this, but like their classifications when you're calling those block charge fouls is so different depend like throughout this whole game even there's been like TJ's third foul when he got called for a block like what was different about hit the play he made there versus the play that you know he got his first two fouls on him called like I've just this these refs in this game I'm not I just don't understand it sometimes we well, gotta, we so gotta we gotta watch sure. out here we might we might get uh we might get suspended by the big 12 even though these aren't big 12 refs we might get suspended and not be able to call this next game one thing about that this call that one other thing you got to remember about that call by tj is some of these block charges have just been oh, oh <laughs> you went for it, you went for it. that's the exact call i'm talking about what is different about that that's not a block. charge call like i, I gotta see where his feet was maybe they called restraining arc Nah, he's setting straight up. Nah, that's no, not, that that's not. That is not a block. That's horrible. what do we got to do to get the same call? Like, and like let me say one team. thing about the call on TJ because I think it needs to be said. That call, by the way, so why TJ gets that call is college basketball doesn't allow you to play pressed up against an off- offensive player like that. They have to be able to move. TJ's got to know better. Some of these block charges underneath have been dog shit terrible. I mean, but TJ's got to be smarter than going up and pressing a guy Are that far away TJ from the back in? and trying to cut him off. But that Nine is a minutes? huge whiff. I'm just – it's our two best players right now are sitting with four fouls. And our, I no, think no, they just it brought wasn't. TJ it, it, No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, oh now it is. Now it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, they just brought in TJ. Shane's going to have a ride here with four. I think you just four. can't. I think we're going to see a little offense defense subbing going on, which is something Mark Adams, you know, is going to ha- is going to get, you know, some some live coaching experience of how oh, to make get that, that work. up the middle. I just it just Texas doesn't look decisive with the ball, you know. They're they're just not. The looks are there. There you go. Like for instance, right there, clear lane to the basket, take it and go. I just, exactly I just like. Look, the more you're getting it into the paint, like the sh- the shots are gonna open up. But like that first half, nobody was even putting the ball on the floor unless we were backing someone. There you down. go. Good like, skill there. Take, like this is the moment yeah, no, we you're, need. You're 100 right, Kendall. Get in there. Oh, there you go. Oh. Thought he had See, it. And Davion, like I said at the beginning of the year, that I feel like he's our best downhill threat, and that was I. I guess I kind of might have forgot about TJ, but still, Davion is like. This is what he's best at. And you just need to get him downhill and everything else will come smoother. And like the I just have felt all season that the offense should probably be running through him. And I feel like well he's probably our best playmaker overall. I think you're right. The only problem I have is what Warren gets into a very bad habit of is he gets into a very bad habit of not distributing the ball. 
he gets in this really like he's he is a very good basketball player, very good um, attacking guard. But his problem is at times he gets so in the mode of I got to go downhill. He doesn't wait for the offense to come to him. But I think overall he's with TJ are your best. Just like oh shit, we need a bucket, go get it, guys. You know, like they're 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 just. By the way, defense so much better now that the offense is oh, yeah. roll. It just feeds off each other. Well, and I like to. I just like to kind of point out. Oh, that I nice. love how this team can defensively. Come on, Ooh. we're able Mr. to Man. switch one through five in the past couple seasons. Like I've felt very worried having certain fives kind of switch on to guards, but right now. Oh, yeah. What makes this defense so effective is just our ability to switch one through five. Well, and the other thing about that is in in the last one or two years, Tech has not been as good. Because here's the truth. The, the problem was Mac McClung. You know, Mac McClung could not – oh, big three tie game. Mac McClung could not do this, like, on-ball denial of these bigs that we've been seeing these guards do. He just wasn't big enough. He just oh, he was not really not strong enough to do that. And now you got all and, kinds of guys you can. And oh, there you go. And like defensively, this team, which was I, I didn't know how well it would translate, but the way that this team gets after the ball and just will pick your pocket is like I think coming into this game, averaging nine and a half steals per game, like that is just a quality that is going to pay off every single game if you're getting those types of steals because you're just giving yourself more opportunities and I feel like that's going to keep us in just about any game that we play this season and I mean I don't want to get like too far ahead but like just looking up ahead at the schedule everyone's been talking about like the Tennessee and the Gonzaga game for there shouldn't be for one moment that like tech fans should think that we can beat Gonzaga because I mean, I just watched them play against Tarleton state the other day and like, it was not good. You like, haven't heard about the, you haven't heard about the other Texas powerhouse in Tarleton state down there from Stephenville. I, I, oh I, I, my goodness. Put some respect on their name. Oh well, man. I mean, I watched them against Michigan a couple weeks ago too. And I mean, they, they have been putting up a fight against top teams. But at the same time, it's also they're a one and six basketball team that Gonzaga should be beating by fifty. Like, and yeah. I, college basketball has been so weird this year. Like, I can see it. Like, there is not a single team that I that is like not beatable. Like, there, like there has been in years past. Like, Kansas is losing to Dayton, and like Texas got absolutely sh- rocked by Gonzaga, and so did UCLA. Like. There's just I, so much parity right now. I think one of the things that Tech has an advantage on, you know, when it plays Gonzaga is that, you know, Chet is a great player and t- so is Timmy. Those, those guys are fantastic ball players. But, you know, you need to beat guys like that. You need forwards who can move, you know, guys, combo guards who can move because you need some size, you need some strength. Tech has, a, has that in spades. You know, they, they, they match up well, I think, with Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga shoots the ball a lot better than Tech does. I think Tech is probably good enough defensively to stay in the game. But, you know, uh, looking at this game in particular, Jack, you know, uh, we're seeing some guys have to make some plays to keep Tech alive. You know, how, how, 
How are you feeling if Tech comes out of this with just a squeaker of a win? So right now, so right now it's sitting fifty three fifty one Tech with seven minutes and forty seconds remaining in the second half. Uh, McCuller and Shannon both have four fouls. Bryson Williams has three. I believe that Davion Warren has three also. To answer your question, um, I, you know, I hate to go back to like, uh, just like a general statement. A win's a win, you know, uh, as a first test for this crew, uh, for this team, you know, at, at a tough, at a tough place to play. Uh, you know, Texas lost to this team last year when they were supposed to be pretty, I mean, you know, Texas lost to this team by 28 points or more than that. I think, I think that was 2019. I think Providence got TCU last year, but still they, oh yeah, 2019, but yes, we're getting a 10 second call, which Mark Adams probably considers the greatest play in basketball. Oh, I, I'm thrilled with this second half defensive effort. Even, even getting punched in the mouth, they've kind of came back and they're just, absolutely controlling this game right now on both sides of the floor. It's a good coaching effort by Mark Adams to tell this team, look, you know, enough of this shit. We have to get aggressive. And look, now you got Providence a bit, you got them a bit rattled. You know, they're, they're trying, they're trying to hang around with a team like tech and, you know, who's just got absolutely slugged coming into halftime and to start this half. And now we got, you know, we're just look aggressive, you know, everything. ah. Oh, you gotta oh, finish. Arms, by the way, arms has been carrying the offensive rebounding at six five yeah. six six. And like, see, so but that's fun. what I was it. saying though. Like, I our big guys, they need to play like big guys. Like, we shouldn't have to be relying on arms to get these rebounds when we got guys like O'Banner and Wilson who are or Williams who are both like. Double double players who are averaging the, double I think doubles this is at their something old school. Adam's just gonna have to take a look at with uh, Coach Peary. You just those guys are playing so far away from the block. You know, unless yeah. Bacho's in the game, we don't have anybody playing underneath. And that, like, I get it. Williams is a step out shooter, but he needs to be on the glass to help fight these rebounds. And part of this, I will say, admittedly, part of what Providence has gotten away with is they've shot the ball so bad. They, they, these balls have taken just bizarre bounces. Now, it's not a good good sign that you're getting out-rebounded this badly on the offensive end, but you know that is part of it. I, there's been at least three or four of these shots that have missed the gym and just fallen to somebody. But you got a three-point lead here. Um, we're at the 6.57 mark. We're on a 15-4 scoring run. The foul trouble's wild in this game. I mean, have you ever seen – is this is it being called that closely or is it really just that slot? No, this, this is horseshit. No, like this is terrible officiating. Like – I've watched a lot of like different. I've watched a lot of bad officiating, even the past couple of seasons, especially in the Big Twelve. Like we are accustomed to just shit oh, officiating, God. game in and game out. Yes. But like this is like playing a road game at West Virginia right now. Like it, possibly even worse because like at least at West Virginia, sometimes we're able to play a little tighter. Like there's times where we can't even breathe on these guys and like. And it's on both sides too, so I guess it's not as bad because it's happening both ways. But like, it's just ruining the whole, it's ruined the whole flow of the game. Like, is is this a biggest crew? I'm not sure. I I didn't hear at the beginning who it was, but I, there you go. Oh, finally, finally yes. Shit. Like, well, and that's what. Oh. 
Oh. And this is what I'm talking about. That stupid, bad pass back across. Be decisive. Play under control. And, I mean, they're, they're playing much better. But, like, that kind of crap when you're only after, up Well, three. after breaking the press when you're up three, like, just kind of bring it. I feel like if there's nothing there, just bring it out. Like, why are we rushing into that? You know, why we got to get that quick three or that quick pass down to the corner on that? After you break that press, just kind of bring it back out and let them just, like, let the offense flow rather than just trying to chuck a shot up. Like, ugh. I gotta say though, what you, th- there's one thing you want to be in games like that's this. not a foul, man. Oh, that Come wasn't a foul. On. I hate that. I hate that. That's the second time we fouled them taking a three. One of the things, yeah. I mean that that I I need to see the replay. We're watching this feed. I hope they show it because I gotta see yeah, what. Here, here. here we go. Oh, that, nah, that's oh, not a foul. Stop. He that's, flailed his yeah. legs. You can't. They split. literally have told the NBA, stop making that call. Because that's, that's the such worst a terrible call, call in basketball. Like, like how, how are you supposed to defend that? Like, he went behind him, so he wasn't in his landing space. And the dude does the splits midair, and he gets the call. And the ball does not fucking lie. Yep, like, missed one. The ball does not one, lie. He's one out of two so far. This... What, what, Oh, oh no! Nah, it's just saying this is so just like, mm, I I hate the I hate this type of game. This remind like this, this reminds exactly me of, like this reminds ball. me of yeah, and this reminds me of old of old Chris Beard games where like and it's not like we're I mean we are kind of struggling on the offensive end, but the defense is keeping us in it type thing. It's just like I got super you know, uh, spoiled in the first part of this season by being able to score at will and averaging well, 88 the first a game. part of this game, yeah. like we got spoiled. I think this is just the thing. Tech clearly didn't do enough game prep on how to attack a zone, and it shows. You know, then that's something you say. Where it's a wrinkle Providence busted out. You know, that it's good on there. You go. pa- oh, pass that to the corner. Okay. Uh, or okay. Be right, I'll everybody take else. it. That, that works, that. too. Yeah, that's but, the pass. But that's the pass I was talking one about. One of the earlier. things I was going to get to before that just dog shit terrible foul on the three is uh, when you're in these games, the best type of team to be is a good defensive team because that keeps you in games when nothing's going down. You know, if you can't make a shot, you need to keep them from scoring to keep it close. Tech went ice cold. I mean, not only could they not attack the zone, they were just cold, cold, cold. And, you know, the, you, you, if you're good enough defensively, you can hang around when that's happening. But now we've got ourselves a back-and-forth game. It's tied up, and we'll just see how this plays out. You know, I, see, I, And I still I don't think, think Providence. Team, but we're going to find out. I still don't even think Providence is taking that great of shots. I just think that they're I mean, getting... the fact, like, Providence's entire game plan right now is, is, is take bad shots, get a rebound, foul on the offensive uh, – collapse on the defensive end and try not to foul. I mean, I just... They've hit very, very few shots. Tech has just struggled so much offensively, they've stayed in it. And I really hate the one thing about this offense that I wish we had was just that one guard shooter that we could kind of go to. Like, we don't have, like, that elite shooter. You know, like, we... Most of the time, like, last year, a, a lot of the time... I mean, I guess half the games, we could go to Mac. And in the past, like, even, you know, with Davide Moretti and, like, 
even Matt Mooney. Like I just loved having that like elite shot making guard that's willing just to pull it. And I feel like we don't have that. At least nobody's shown it yet. And I think that we need to kind of figure that out pretty quick. We're up one here. Five minutes left. At this point, you just want to get out of Dodge. I'm disappointed in one thing, though, because I think this Providence team just doesn't look very good. And I thought Tech really had a chance to make a big statement. You know, you, you a win's a win. I think, Jack, I, I think to your point, it's a cliche for a reason. You want the win over everything else. And it's just, it's frustrating to think that I, I truly believe that if, you know, Tech doesn't forget how to attack a zone for 10 minutes of basketball, you win this one pretty comfortably. But that, that again, credit to Providence for seeing that as a weakness and attacking it. All these, all these dudes are going to do the rest of this damn game is just give it to this dude, whatever his name is. The dude, he's a transfer from Indiana. Is this and is it Durham? I yeah, think? Durham or whatever. Name? Yeah, this guy, number one. Yeah, Al Durham. Yeah, and all they're gonna all they're gonna do is give it to him and keep letting him drive hard at the lane because he's now nine of ten from the line, and they're just because we have three guys that are gonna be out there with four fouls, and I mean, it doesn't help that it's like our two guards that have the ball in their hand most right now, at least this game, and like it's just frustrating. It it what what hurts Tech the most in this situation is Kevin McCullough's still learning to be a point guard. You know, like yeah. he's he's playing well, but he's still learning to put, be a true point guard. And you really need a point guard in these situations because that's that's how you attack this zone is good ball distribution, and that's just stupid by Williams. Williams is having a really really bad night to be honest. There you go. There you ball. go. Well, I'm just I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised that wasn't a foul. Oh, get him. That was uh, holy shit! Yeah, the club yeah that was a hard foul. Look, well, this like, is where you know free throw shooting comes down to. This is going to be a free throw shootout. Team who makes more will win this game. I, I, feel, well, I feel pretty comfortable. That's I've the kind been, of game we're playing. Providence is fouling hard. Tech is, is is fouling hard, according to these officials. Anyways, that's how this is going. All right, then you just got to make your free throws. You got to make. This, you got to this last this last four and a half minutes is going to go by so slow. Oh, it's I mean, everything. Well, every every foul that we have from the rest of the time is two shots, and now we're at we're at one and one at least. And again, there's another missed free throw. We can't. We're struggling with free throws this game. Also, I thought this. Free I mean, throw I just don't. I th- this is just all this boils down to. Almost all these troubles boil down to a team of brand new players playing in their biggest environment and their truest test, and it shows. Now, are they good enough to get out of this? We're going to find out. You know, this is a, you know, they call it survive and advance in March. This is the moment where you just try to get out of dodge. You know, this is you survive and move on. You, you're, you, you learn a lot about your team. Now, Bacho back in the game. Oh, God, here they go. This guy's just going to drive right at him. Here we go. Oh, I bet. It, I, I just think that the, you, you'd be stupid if you're Providence. By the way, I don't like that Tech is playing this far out. I don't like this. You you are playing in a game where the officials are calling. Oh, how's that not a moving screen? If you're going to call same it that tightly, Santos Silva got called yeah, in the first half. If you're going to call it so tightly, then call it tightly. That's like, a big three. I mean, this just feels like the kind of game every these. But I I am frustrated. 
This is DePaul is- all over again from a couple years ago. And that team was sig- had significantly less talent than this one did. Shannon That's a foul. Thank you. Oh, there we Thank go. You. Finally. Oh, oh. Shannon June. He got he got raped out there on the side on yeah. the at the top of the key by that. Maul. That was horrible. Jeez. Jesus. That was the most blatant foul of the night right there. That was deep too. That was like five feet behind the line. Yeah, that was his NBA range. And I will say I've been very impressed with his shooting to start the season. Like he, he has a much quicker release, a lot more confident shot. Well, uh, I he has taken a couple questionable ones this game, but his TJ shot just looks ten times better than it has the past couple of years, which I I attribute that to the offseason NBA work and stuff that he was doing with uh with his trainer, but it's just so far ahead of what it was last season. Yeah, no, for for a hundred percent, this is just he 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 clearly has a much much better stroke in this moment than he's had in 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 previous years. You know, he he shot the ball better. Now he's got some big free throws coming up, but this this is. TJ had a point of emphasis this season was to show he could shoot deep. It's the same thing that um, Culver went through. You have to take the next step to the NBA. You either have to be just a, you know, know, Giannis type, like I can score at will underneath. You know, I can just take it to the rack whenever I want, or you have to be able to hit the deep shot. You know, that has to be part of your game. And it's clear that he he's taken, you know, really great lengths to, 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 to sort that out before he re-enters the draft this coming season. All right, boys, we've got 3.55 left. Ideally, Shannon hits at least two here. I think if you miss more than that, that's rough. You need, you need, to, you need to get a full bucket out of this. Hopefully he hits all three, but uh, I think if you hit two here, down one with 3.55 to go, um, you feel okay. If he hits all three, you're feeling great. And, you know, it, it's just it's funny to me. Providence has shot the ball so badly and then hits two really critical threes down the stretch. I mean, that's that's just kind of the night it's been. Um, See, the foul trouble that we're in just really sucks right now because you'd love to go into, like, a full-court press type of thing right now but you really are hesitant because of, I mean, your two top guards being in with having four fouls each. And like, it's Mark, nearly Mark impossible. Adams knows much more about defensive coaching than I ever will. But I do wonder if you see, you know, tech go into some sort of the, that like dummy pressure just to slow Providence down because they're yeah. not getting looks until late in the clock anyways. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, if you take even an extra five seconds off their possession, they're not getting shots off. And as much as we talked about the rebounding this game, it's I, at least the last time they showed it, it, Tech was still somehow winning the rebound battle. And I don't know how that is. Uh, 12, yeah, of ni- I, 12 of 19 from the line. That's well, the, the, the bizarre thing about the rebounding is it's all been on the, the, the defensive end that Tech has struggled so much. Oh, oh, that felt – oh, that's a big one. Getting that first one to fall is so clutch. I mean, it just – it's so missing that first one's a backbreaker on a on a 
a three point a three pointer you know foul situation because you, you know feel like now oh I can't get what I set out for. Oh, okay. So okay. I'd like okay. I'd like to do uh, I'd like to do one thing as kind of like a social experiment. I'd like to go back if we could, you know, maybe after we're done recording and everything. At, at remember the three fifty five mark when they come back from the timeout, they had to zoom in on the Providence student section. I'd like to see if we could get an over under on the amount of flannel shirts being worn. Flannels are because- uh, wearing them. They because like, I think every single person in the student section is wearing a flannel, and so he hits just all three. They're playing a Texas school, like is, is that? I don't just... know. <laughs> they are all there. I, I don't know if I've ever seen that much flannel in a student section before. It must be cold. It has to be cold, right? I, I mean, oh, in Providence, I've heard. I don't know if you guys saw, but Chris Level, I think, tweeted about this that it was brutally cold in that gym. Really. Mm. Like early in the day. Now it's probably far warmer, but it sounds like it is just a. It's one of those cold gyms, you know. It's it's. The, I always thought the United Supermarkets Arena was pretty chilly too, so I'm not like hating on Providence's gym. I'm just saying that was what Chris Level tweeted about was that it, it, it while the team was warming up that it was extremely Ooh, air. cold. Providence oh, you takes, have to rebound the fucking ball. They take some such bad shots that it's like. Difficult. It to should rebound. be a twenty. That should be twenty on the clock. No, it doesn't reset. It didn't hit the rim. He missed. Yeah, the it didn't hit, and nobody gained possession. Oh yeah. Uh, well, they're gonna they're gonna look at it. I bet. Yeah. Well, are we under? Oh no, this is the. That's the under four. It's the under four. But I think they're gonna look at it during the media timeout also. But yeah, you know, I just I think a lot of this rebounding problems, kind of like we've been alluding to the whole time we've been recording. Is that these shots have by the, have just been so bad? Like they're going off the glass from the corner. They're they're hitting off that rubber on the bottom of the backboard to keep people's heads from hitting it. Like that one was an air ball. Uh, I've seen like three of those from three from them. Like I think the the shots are just not taking characteristic bounces, and so that's. I mean, I'm not trying to make any excuses here because you still got to rebound. Like that one clearly was right in Adonis Arms lap. You got to rebound that. I, I just think that the, I think your point is completely valid. It's just it, it goes without saying that, you know, Tech hasn't been in the best position to rebound the basketball on the offensive end, on the defensive end, excuse me. But here's the thing. Some of this shit is just when they've been in position, balls bouncing just stupid angles like that one from the corner i think adonis arms thought it was going to hit the rim i mean like it just these guys just oh that's, oh that was a oh, huge stupid fuck oh that's brutal i got what an, you know you think a super 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 senior would not make stupid plays like that that's horrible that is just like the biggest of brain farts, and that's my biggest issue with him. Yeah, it's just he, some of the some of the mental mistakes that he makes are stuff that freshmen do, not stuff that sixth year seniors make. Like that was that's atrocious. That. Two seconds left on the shot clock. The only thing you couldn't do there, the only thing that could have made that possession work, is give it up right there. Like, if that ball goes anywhere else, there's no chance Providence scores. Why was he sliding out? I'm thinking either he messed up or Bacho messed up. One of the two had a miscommunication. It looked like Marco Santos Silva, just and based on him being checked out, that's kind of what I think. So that, that looks like an offense-to-defense kind of thing. But um, 
Oh, God. Either That's way, very, awful. very frustrating to give up, you know, a free throw opportunity there. And thank God McCullough didn't shoot that. But that mid Oh, I, That's a bad shot. Okay, that's a good – okay, we got a break. They oh, mishandled Banner. the rebound. No, that was a really bad shot. Guy, the transfers have been good a lot this season. You know, all the guys have played well off and on. I've been a bit disappointed by O'Banner shooting. He's been extremely streaky with his touch. And he takes – he was the guy at Oral Roberts, so I understand where this mentality comes from, but he takes some really ill-advised shots. It's – because, like, at, when he was at Oral Roberts, you had – you had Max Asmus and oh my god! You got this. I, thought, had, I thought I thought they weren't about to call that for a second. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, was like uh, I thought they didn't for a second. But no, you had at, when he was at Oral Roberts. You had it was basically him and Max Asmus. Now you have a bunch of guys that really can like. I genuinely think there's six to seven guys on this team can go and get you twenty if you need them to, and like some people, there's gonna have to be sacrifices. And as the season goes on. Well, we're going to get a lot better shot selection, but right now it's just between him, Williams, and uh, even Santos Silva's. And Santos Silva has no excuse because he was here last year. Like his shot selection and just the fact he just struggles to finish down low at times. Like there needs to be a lot more consistency. But I mean, Tech takes the lead here. So, and speak of the devil. I think what? Marco Santos Silva's played pretty well tonight at times, but um, what you, what him coming in here tells me, Mark Adams is telling you know his his yeah, like Jack said, super super senior. You got to be a leader. You know, we need you to make a play. Oh, that's a charge. No, nope. how how is that not a charge? You can't I, just run guys over going up I for the ball. Don't understand. I, I that's his fourth. So we got now tech tech will have four guys with four fouls. If this game goes you, you into literally OT, can't, like, yeah, if this game goes into overtime, we're screwed. Well, and you're if you go into OT, dive over people like that. I'm just, I guess I'm just curious at does Agbo is just has he not been impressing? Like, uh, Agbo's been bad, I think, is part of this. Yeah. And I think the other thing is it's just. You're not going to put a guy like him in this situation where he's just not shot the ball well. Like he's been, he's been bad this year from deep. I think he's like made one out of like the seven or eight yeah. he's taken, and he hasn't been missing close. And that's the Providence, same problem we had Providence, last oh, year. Providence, too. Providence lost to Virginia, right? That's oh, they got absolutely curb stomped by Virginia, and that Virginia team is terrible. Let's put it this way: Providence is a middle tier Big Ten, Big East team. They're I, I think, I, yeah, they saw they were. I saw their pick to finish fifth or something in the Big. They East. beat Wisconsin on the road, but Wisconsin didn't have their best player. But like, I'm just. This is just so frustrating offensively. I mean this this is the kind of stuff. Also, that is you can't. Yeah, that's a that huge foul. That, that's the exact same them, call on TJ that they called on TJ, except that guy didn't not, fall. I mean, we'll, we'll, in hindsight, Tech had plenty of chances to blow the doors off this game and didn't oh, do it. Easy. So you're going to get what you get. You know, if Tech loses this game, they earned it honestly. But what will can what will be extremely 
frustrating when reviewing this is one, I think the fact that Providence was not better than Tech, and two, just how sloppy the officiating was. And it's just, I mean, we'll, no, no, look at all that flannel. milk till it happens, but we'll. we'll it has had a definite impact on the game that every possession has ended in a whistle. It's yeah. It, and it's just like, you're letting each defense set up and it's just like, it's just not, it's, it's sometimes it's borderline unwatchable sometimes. And like, why are we going it's to Bryson Williams? Williams? He's been terrible all game. That's why his fifth that foul. He's go-to? done. He's done. Ah, why are we going to Bryson Williams right now? Hasn't made a shot, or might have made one all damn game, and we're going to him at the end of the game. Why? In a quadruple team down there, you gotta pass that. You gotta That's feel that. Terrible. You, ha- you have to feel that pressure. You have to feel that there are four guys around you. Like if you get the ball, put it on the deck once, and there's. Four guys around you got there's three other people that are open. It's just he's done. That's five on him, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken, that is either way, he's coming out. I believe that's five. I mean, it just I, I don't think Adams goes to him. Yeah, he's done. I mean, I just what I don't understand in that situation, you're Bryson with I or let me put it this way I do understand his frustration. What I don't understand is this situation. You know, you're not having a great game. It's a big possession. You just have to be smarter than that. You know, I I know where he's coming from. Him and O'Banner were both just dudes at their schools. They were the only thing their schools had going on. They feel like they've still got to do that. But you, it's just part of having these transfers. They've got to learn to lean on the teams and stop trying to hero ball it. You know, two minutes in this game is going to take a century. But this is a big possession for Tech. Oh. Madonna needs to be ready to shoot. There you go. Good pass. Good, good yes. pass. That's good the kind pass. of shit you have to do in games like this. Especially against the zone. Like, that has been there a lot of this game, if you can dribble inside. like They ah. just haven't. Well, a lot of what that killed them with the zone is they were playing that just, like, two, three-man weave up top, and that doesn't move yeah. the zone any. They weren't looking for those wings. You have to attack a little bit. That's, that's a, a good oh, shot. That's, that's a great that's shot. Hard. Yeah, you let a guy like that get into this game and get a feel for it. That's what happens to you. Yeah, another really big possession yeah. here. Really got to get points. I mean, I just think you got to keep this game. God damn, Davy Warren. This is my problem with Warren. Why? Why is that? Like, it just that's like the third or fourth time in the second half. He just looks straight down. He's a great basketball player, but when you are doing that, you've got to look up to get the ball out of your hand. 18 turnovers. By the way, I think we're up to like 47 foul called. There is no basketball game on earth that should have 47 fouls called. So the, 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 the officiating's piss poor. On top of that, that was a piss poor possession from Tech. I mean, I like the pressure here. I love the pressure. No. You got to check that on the monitor. Yeah. You got to check that on the monitor. Yeah, hold on. I think he, he just, just lost, lost that. I don't know if they'll take a look, but I they want. Probably, I, they I, won't. I mean, it's they under won't. two, so they could. But I mean, I everything's different in hindsight, like from where our vantage point up here. I would like in those situations, you at least glance at the monitor. 
but they're not going to. So we roll on 20 seconds left in the possession. I love the blitzes. I, I actually love them. Oh, like why? What's up with this pressure? Like, this is see what I don't get here is like some of those were more fouls than anything that's been called. That's and he's done. Oh, that is what you end your night on. That is a fucking awful. That's what you end your night on. Wow, Kev. It's just like our our leaders right now are just making some of the boneheaded plays. Like the players that you there's don't no expect. business. There there's no way he would have ever gotten that. Mm. I I just don't like. I'm looking at this. Maybe we we've seen some miracles happen. It just doesn't feel like it's their night. I I I. It's just one of those situations. You let a team hang around way too long. Now you need a rally. You're not playing smart. It a minute and eleven. A lot can happen. But if he knocks down two free throws here, you're you're hurting. So well, let's see what he does. One of one. I think if you're down two possessions in this game, that's going to be tough. And I mean, like we said at the top of this, though, like, I mean, is a loss the end of the world here? No, but it's really just this game is so winnable. And it's. That dude dude for them is just absolutely going off. And that's the problem. He's got he's been to the line 12 times. And we're going to. Oh, 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 Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Just <laughs> I mean, we're out of it. I mean, I mean, that was, I think that was about five to, I mean, take a see, look that's at that. Exactly that's, from, that's five feet at least behind okay, the line. This, this game is Lamore. just eerily similar to that 19 game against DePaul because TJ was doing the same exact thing. Like, Shit, at the end of the game, I think he hit two threes to send it to OT. Like, it's the same exact thing going on right now. And that's what worries Garrett me. Garrett Shannon is going to be, you know, a stud in the NBA. I think that's coming. He's just so good at so many different things. If he learns how this season to be the man, you know, he does what oh. we wanted Mac to do and what we wanted Ramsey to do and just takes over this team, uh, the, the, uh, the sky's the limit. I mean, like, this... That this team will be as good as he is. I'll, that, I'll, I'll throw out a bold prediction while we're in a timeout here. I think that Terrence Shannon Jr. will be the most successful Texas Tech alum at the NBA level. I don't know if that's too bold, but or so bold to think, but I I think that he's just too skilled and to not make more of an immediate impact. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love... I love Jarrett Culver and what he did at Texas Tech, but Jarrett Culver is just not getting his shot really in the NBA. Zaire Smith injuries really screwed him over. I mean, Mac McClung's in the G League, and all those guys that have been talked about were great for Tech. They were great at the college. I really, I mean, I really was not all that hyped on Ramsey. I think there were times where he was a little more overrated than uh, he should have been. But, um, you know, I, I just think that the way he his games, uh, his game style is, style of game, style of play that he has, that Terrence Shannon has, I think it just suits the NBA a lot better than any of those other guys. 
by by the way, just a just a fun throwback while we still got a sec. You guys remember the Kentucky game when Shannon couldn't shoot and wouldn't take any shot? Oh, that they were giving him everything that game. So this this is the complete flip of that. I think Shannon is is finally feeling like he can he can he's good enough. He has the confidence to just let himself play basketball. How I don't know all. if Tech is going to win this game. There's 40 seconds ish less as we're talking. I but I oh, really oh shit, Davion, get that ball. That's off the grab yeah, it. Is. Okay, got to grab 47 it. seconds. We're going the other way. We're gonna close this one out after this game with like a brief little recap or a brief couple thoughts. But I I gotta say what has impressed me about this squad though is this is the kind of game when you've got a new team they could have gotten knocked out of because you know they, it it had to be really disheartening to feel like you had Providence down on the mat and then to let them back up and then get pushed down yourself. So, you know, I don't know how this is going to finish with 30 odd seconds left, but big props to coach Adams and this team for keeping them going. Oh no. That was stupid. That was dumb as hell. That is the, why, why are you thinking that? I understand you made the last one, but that is just a terrible shot by TJ. That's just There's no need for that Run the damn offense You have 17 seconds on the shot clock left That's just I don't know what they're looking at here I'm guessing to see if it touched Providence Maybe somebody thought it did I didn't see it why don't you go to the monitor a minute ago when that dude lost it in the backcourt? You know, they're looking to see if he got fat. I, I just I don't know what you look at. I think they're looking to see if it got tipped on the shot. Maybe I think but, they're looking at the foul the way, on number, five. That's a fucking foul on the on that number five. You, you can't, can't move on a box out like, like that. Mm. But here we go. I mean, you, you may lose this game. Twenty seconds left. You're down a point. You're going to have to foul. You know, you, you just, you're going to have to foul. Assuming I'd foul, this, I'd foul their worst free throw shooter before they can even. I'm assuming this ball's Providence's. I, I, it is. We don't have the, the audio on. Don't know what they were looking at, but. I would foul, I would foul their worst free throw shooter on the floor before they can even pass it in. I think in college, you don't. Can you do the intentional foul thing? Can you do the hack and back? I don't think you can. I think they changed the rule a couple years ago, but that's right, a really good. Nice. Providence will call timeout, but I do, I do not think you can hack a shack in college. I think if you foul before the inbounder, at least, I guess it Is used it to technical? be. Is it a technical it now? And they so you would you would be. give them free throws, and they oh, would get the ball back. No, it depends if it's determined like if the ball was like off, like out of the play. I guess. Is what they call it. If it's like, so if you foul someone before it's inbounded, but it's like someone trying to get open, that's one thing. But if you're just fouling them like up in the front court trying to, before they even inbound it, they typically, they, it's two shots in the ball if that's determined. I'd, I'd honestly stick, foul. I'd stick two guys on. Just don't Durham. let Durham touch the ball. Yeah. I'd, I'd get two guys on Durham. It's just like, Take them. Take a guy off the inbounder. Yeah, there's no. I don't see 
much of a reason to have a guy on the inbounder in this spot. But and like I'm wondering if they steal, do they just go for if they get a steal, do they just go for the bucket or do they hold it for the last shot? Well, we don't have a. T- we, there are no more timeouts. No one has timeouts. Yeah. So, I think what's going to happen here is most. Uh, it. You guys remember the LSU game last year, so oh crazy yeah, shit can happen. But and the Texas game most, last year too. What's the most likely scenario here is you you're, you're probably going to see a free throw shot. Basically, yeah. You know the what's so big, by the way, about you know making your free throws, missing your free throws. The biggest thing here is they can't. Theoretically, as long as they don't manage to jack a shot up, they can't get this more than a, a three-point game. Oh, foul! Oh, you, you got a foul. foul. Got to foul him. Who oh, else is on foul? foul. Oh. Oh. Jeez, they were the... trying to foul. This is the, the, the shit I don't... So officials are taught to loosen up late, but when a guy is very obviously asking you for the foul, you give it to him. Look at this. Like this right here. That's an... <sighs> That's been called all night. That's been called all night. And in this situation, they wanted the call. I don't understand. I don't. Officials make things hard. You know? They really do. Officials, by the way, really like Bacho here standing over the guy. That's a that's a that's a strategy I always like. Put you got a short guy throwing it in, put your biggest, tallest player over the block and make him throw it over him. Uh, but that that's the kind of shit that drives me nuts of officials is when they just make it hard. That's a foul. Oh, damn it. They, okay. You just, I just don't like, they've been, tr- they're trying to foul somebody and you're not giving them the call. They tried to foul 14 on both possessions. It's just the inconsistency. I'm I'm not going to be too happy if we just go down and jack up another three with, like... If you don't have to shoot a three here, I will be very mad if we take one. Yeah. you got 11 seconds. You know, get down. Get down, take your best look with 11 seconds. You even have time to walk... You have time to really catch your breath and think about what you're going to do. Nice. Yes. Okay, missed one. All right. Got, you got to get a rebound. First, on first thing though. here is uh, if I'm Providence, I try to rebound this ball. Mm-hmm. I think oh, they're yeah. going to drop everybody, but I, I I don't know why in this situation you don't try to rebound the ball. Let's yeah. see what they do. Other I thing about this is this avoids in. that old conundrum. Up If you're up three late, do you just foul? You know, so you don't have to deal with that shit. They can't gimmick their way out of yeah, this. That guy's in there, but. Oh. Honestly, right. it's maybe better he makes that. On, All right. Like you. Ten seconds. Here we go. This will be the game, folks. Oh, and they call a push off. Are you shitting? Are you fucking kidding me? They call a push off on that. That's. Oh my god. That's terrible. For what they've you been can't calling call off. That. I need to see it. That's a reach. That's he's reaching before it even. Mm. Yeah, no, that's horseshit. The that black is... and black and white stripes helped the gray today. That was fucking Terrible. horrible. You can't make that call there. You just simply can't. Like he's reaching far before that damn play. Like if you're gonna let the contact go on one side, you 
That's just ugh. That'll do it. If he makes his free throw. I mean, even if he doesn't, that's probably it. Unbelievably bad officiating job tonight. And still, you know, Tech had a chance to win this game and just didn't do it. You you gotta regroup here before Tennessee. I mean, that's just it's it's how basketball goes. It's a game of variance. Providence found a way to win on a night where they probably didn't deserve to. Yeah, and you don't call that. I mean, unbelievable. Well, we got to wrap this up here. Uh, I, I'll close this out. Jack Kendall, you know, I, I we we I hope you guys enjoy this format. So please give us some feedback. Um, if I had a bit more time, we'd recap, but I actually do have to have to get going here. But, um, you know, frustrating loss, Texas Tech falls 72 to 68. Seriously, let us know if you liked this or didn't like this. We're also going to do it more, by the way, where we preview these games. This has just been a hectic couple of weeks with the holiday. So we'll, 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 get, we'll get you some previews in the future. But um, tough, tough loss in a game I think you should have won tonight. So Rackham, and you will certainly be hearing more from us soon.